This episode of Controller Disconnected is sponsored by Podcorn. Fellow podcasters know the struggle of finding sponsors for their shows, and Podcorn is here to help you out. It's a marketplace that helps you connect with relevant sponsors and pitch your shows directly to them. You can set your own rates and choose to read your ads or do sponsored interviews and discussions. Podcasters of all sizes can join and seek opportunities in Podcorn, and rest assured that Podcorn will support you all the way. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities, or go straight to podcorn.com. Hello everyone, this is the Controller Disconnected Podcast. I am your host, Matthias Carnero. A short hike is a game about, well, taking a short hike. When you boot up the game, the menu is dark. It looks to be late at night, and a car is driving through a highway. The ambiance is quiet, with a few birds chirping to break the silence. Until you intervene, this is how it stays while you change the settings and set up your controller because the directional buttons are pointing to the wrong ways. Left and right go up and down, and up and down just don't do anything. Once that's all fixed, you click New Game, and your character is woken up. In this game, you are Claire, a bird who is spending her summer in a park where her Aunt May is a ranger. She says you're really gonna like it there, and that it'll be good to get away from the city and everything else going on. I think that we could all use something like that right now. The next day, you wake up already in the park. It's a beautiful day outside. Your aunt is sitting by a little fire by the cottage the two of you are staying at. You emerge after not having done much during the day because you're waiting for a call. But there's no phone reception in the park, so that was a waste. Aunt May says you might get some cell bars at Hawkbeak, which is perfect as you've been meaning to go up there for some time now. And thus begins a short hike up through Hawkbeak. But before you go very far, Another bird helpfully tells you that you can hold down the jump button to glide through the air. You already knew that. You are a bird, after all. But they thought that it might be useful to hear it again anyway. You don't have to go straight up the mountain, of course. This is a free roaming game, so you can explore the whole park area as much as you want to. You might find a few cool and interesting characters and quests along the way, too. One of the first you meet asks you to get 15 shells from them. Don't tell you why, they just want the shells. You also meet a frog who's building sandcastles on the beach with a shovel that's, shall we say, a bit overqualified for the job. You ask to borrow the shovel, but they won't give it away, unless you treat it with a smaller shovel more appropriate for sandcastle building. You can find one a few ways down the beach and trade it with them, and now you're able to dig into some spots on the ground and get coins. You can also get coins from opening chests around the world or just picking them up from the ground. By the way, if you come back to our little froggy friend later on, you can see that he built a sand city. The city held elections for mayor, but unfortunately our froggy founder and builder came in third place. But that's okay, they managed to get a seat on the city council. If you wait a little while longer and come back to the sand city again, it will have expanded into a sand province. Places develop at breakneck speeds nowadays, and sand cities are no different. 
On a different spot on the beach, you'll see a rhino and a squirrel practicing rock climbing. They're actually part of a much bigger association with hundreds of members spanning 35 countries worldwide, honing and refining the art of rock climbing. But on the beach, it's just the two of them. The rhino tells you that you need a golden feather to be able to climb up walls and rock faces. You can also use them to double jump, and triple jump, and quadruple jump, and so on and so forth the more feathers you have. Though you're not really jumping higher, you're flapping your wings to gain more air. You're a bird! You can buy a feather at the visitor center, which is where you'll most likely get your first one. You can also buy a hat there. It's a cool hat! There are many more golden feathers scattered around the world. You can find them just lying around, get them from other characters, buy some more at the visitor center, or from a shitty looking guy at the foot of Hawkbeak who's selling them for double the price. That's capitalism for you. If you keep talking to him, he'll eventually reveal that he's selling feathers at marked up prices to be able to afford his student loans. Like I said, that's capitalism for you. Though the main goal of the game is to hike up Hawk Peak, the bulk of the experience comes from just walking around the park in the foot of the mountain, exploring and interacting with things and characters, listening to the nature sounds in the soundtrack, taking in the vistas and the colorful lands. One of the best ways to do that is to find a high spot to jump off from and glide for as long as you can. Then just let it take you on until you land. Or just stay put and talk to everyone. They all have something to say. Or enjoy a game of beach stick ball, which is a mix of tennis and volleyball played with sticks and a beach ball. And everybody wins in this game. You just have to keep swinging the ball in the air for as long as you can. But... There will come a time where you will grow tired of just running around the greens and the beach, and you will finally decide to make your way up the mountain. Hope you gathered a lot of golden feathers while walking around the park. You're gonna need all of them. Right up front, you'll meet back up with the duo who were practicing rock climbing on the beach. The squirrel seems to be struggling a little bit, but their rhino friends says they'll be alright, don't worry about it. You would also have noticed by now that some of your feathers have frozen as you finish climbing the first rock face. This means that you have less stamina to climb and jump higher with. The higher parts of the mountain can get very cold as is to be expected. It's not a permanent effect though, you can jump into some hot springs to warm your body and your feathers, regaining your strength. You can also warm up by the fire on the ranger's cabin lodge. Just like on the ground level, the mountain holds many secret chests and digging spots so you can explore some more over there before hiking your way up to the top. But remember that your feathers freeze and you will have to stop by some hot springs. Everyone needs a break every now and then, and you'll need all the energy you have to make it up to the top. The final stretch of the climb is probably the hardest. The two final rock faces can go on almost forever, and there are no breaks between them, so any feathers that are frozen on the first one will carry on to the next. You will most likely lose your feathers and fall off and fail your first time. But that's okay, you just keep trying again. You might want to get off the mountain and try to find some more feathers to get more strength to climb, and that is also perfectly understandable. You just do it whenever you're ready. When you finally get up there, braving the cold winds and the snow, having mustered up all the strength from your little wings, you're rewarded with one final hot spring to recover your energy and reach your goal. You did it. The top of Hawkbeak. The end of your short hike. Which, looking back now, won't seem very short in retrospect. It's going to depend on you, of course. It wasn't very short for me, at least. But right now, you shouldn't think about that. Look ahead of you. Look at the Northern Lights. They're beautiful, aren't they? 
in full pixelated and low resolution glory. Sit back and take it in. Wait a second, what's this? Your phone! You have signal up here, of course. I wonder who's calling. It's your mother. You were wanting to hear from her all day. You were worried about her. But she's fine. The surgery went well, and everything's okay. She didn't want you to get worried about her. But that just always makes us worry more, doesn't it? Our parents mean well to protect us, but sometimes we need to face difficult situations without the sugar coating. That's not the point right now, though. Your mother's here with you. She's far away, but she's here. I love you, Mom. I love you, too. Your moment is cut short by a rumbling on a mountain. The hot spring behind you is blowing wind. It's the famous Hawk Peak updraft. Your mom tells you to go ride on it before it fizzles out. And don't forget to say hi to Aunt May when she returns to her. We have nothing else to do up here. You jump into the updraft and go along for the glide. You can go around the whole of the Northern Lights from up here. It's incredible. You can glide for as long as you can hold down the button. It can go on for minutes and minutes, from the top of the peak to all the way back down at the beach. You can go around the whole park seeing everything from above. And then you land on the ground, right back where you started. What else is there to do now? You can continue to walk around the park trying to find whatever you may have missed. You can meet up with another bird called Avery and race with them from a tree to the lighthouse, from another tree to the abandoned building, and then finally all the way to the summit of Hawk Peak. You thought it was hard enough to climb up the mountain slowly, try doing it fast. If you found all the 15 shells, you can give it back to the little fella who asked for them way back at the beginning. You don't get anything back for your troubles. Actually, they make a necklace with the shells that they won't deliver to Ranger May, whom you may know as your aunt. If you come back to them after that, then they give you 13 shells for your troubles. So, now you're back at the very beginning, the cottage with your aunt by the fire. You give her the necklace and, most importantly, tell her that your mom said hi and that everything's fine. She's gonna break out the hot dog soon, but you're tired and you'd rather take a nap. It wasn't exactly a short hike after all. You head into the cottage and go for a nap. Uh, right now, I think I will too. Bye-bye. And that does it for this episode of Controller Disconnected. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed a different format for this episode. I didn't want to go full energetic on a game that's so laid back, so I figured that this was a better way to lay it out. Please leave us a kind review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. You can find an easy link to do so in the show notes, 
or you can go straight to ratethispodcast.com slash gone disconnected. You can subscribe for free and listen to future episodes of the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at condisconnected. If you really like listening to the podcast, please consider supporting with a couple of bucks at patreon.com slash condisconnected. And last but not least, please share this episode with someone you know. Word of mouth really goes a long way to helping us grow. Once again, thank you for listening. I am Matthias Carnero, and you're a bird. <laughs>